Hey everybody, we have this clinical insight from AJ. Uh, we'll let him get into all that stuff, but before we did, we just wanted to let everybody know we do have some big stuff planned coming up for our 50th episode. That'll be coming out next week, uh, so please stay tuned for that. We're going to give away some stuff, um, have a couple other things, so please pay attention for that. With that, without further ado, enjoy this um, talk about weight loss diets with AJ. give this uh, commute video another shot worked pretty well uh, with my most recent video on some of the exercise strategies for weight loss so I figured I would tackle some of the more nutrition related uh, kind of ideas behind weight loss today with kind of a particular focus on some popular diets at least right now and in, in today's world in 2018 uh, some really kind of fad diets that are very very popular and a lot of people's go-to choices when they say they're trying to lose weight and kind of go on a diet. So those three will be, again, at least right now, will be ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, and then, I don't know if it's a, a diet, but the the ever so popular, I'm just cutting out sugar kind of diet. So I'm going to kind of talk about each one of those briefly and then whether or not they can actually work for losing weight. And again, one thing that I mentioned in the other video, uh, we'll post a link to this, is when it comes to losing weight, when it comes to finding the right kind of diet, any diet can work as long as you are cutting calories from it, as long as you are in a calorie deficit, so as long as you manage your calories in, calories out. Again, that's always going to be the most important factor uh, that will help someone lose weight. All kinds of different diets can help you accomplish that, whether it is keto, whether it is intermittent fasting, or Mediterranean diet, zone diet, South Beach diet, whatever. Any of them can work as long as, again, you're in a caloric deficit. So if we focus first on the ketogenic diet, which is an extremely high fat diet, generally about anywhere from 85, you know, 75, 85% of your total calories are going to be coming from fats, and then the remaining 10 to 15 percent will be from proteins and then very very small amount will be coming from carbohydrates usually five percent or less usually about less than total you know 60 40 grams of carbohydrate per day depending on body size depending on how many calories you actually need so again why i think the ketogenic diet could maybe help someone lose weight is going back to the caloric deficit idea that could be a diet that helps them better manage their calories. If you're on a high fat diet like that, it means you can't really eat any kind of highly processed, starchy, uh, sugary types of foods that oftentimes people tend to overconsume on. A lot of the snack foods and junk foods and things like that uh, are very, very high in carbohydrates, are very, very high in, again, kind of processed carbs, starches, and things like that. Like the, you kind of, I bet you can't have just one type of 
concept, right? So those are types of foods, like a bag of chips, Chex Mix, uh, bread, just those kinds of things that are very, very easy to overeat on. And, you know, within the blink of an eye, you have eaten half the bag and 700 calories worth of chips or Chex Mix or whatever. So if you follow a diet that just flat out eliminates those foods, you might be less likely to overeat. Now, the thing that you have to be careful with is if you're on a high-fat diet, fat is one of the highest energy-yielding macronutrients, meaning for every gram of fat that you consume, you have nine calories that you're consuming with it compared to four with proteins and carbohydrates. So it's a very energy-dense uh, type of diet. So again, just one kind of caveat to that. But a higher fat diet and a diet that will actually put you into nutritional ketosis where you're producing ketone bodies, ketone bodies uh, within the body that you can also use as a fuel substrate. By doing that and by following that kind of a diet, it's actually very satiating, meaning you're not really going to feel very hungry throughout the day. You won't necessarily get the same types of cravings that people on you know, really high carbohydrate diets may get. So again, I think that's another advantage or positive of something like a ketogenic type of diet is you probably won't feel as hungry throughout the day. You'll feel more full, satiated, and things like that. So again, back to calories in, calories out, that kind of diet might help you better manage overall calorie intake if you feel more full throughout the day. And then also, again, eliminating some of those foods that people just tend to overeat on. Now, I think the biggest pitfall of a ketogenic diet is, like I said earlier, it's very, very low in carbohydrates. That's a hard diet for a lot of people to follow. Me personally, I love carbs. I, yes, I overeat on them, but my calorie needs allow me a lot of flexibility and a pretty big margin of error, so I, I can just eat a lot and still not have to worry about gaining weight. I understand that's not everyone. Uh, but again, ketogenic diet is a very, very restrictive diet. So another thing to consider with what's the best diet is what's what's the diet that you're most likely to stick with uh, and long-term adhere to because that's also going to be another big factor for a diet success. You know, ketogenic diet might not be the best solution for a lot of people because it is so restrictive. Uh, so I think that's always the biggest pitfall of it uh, and something that probably should be considered when determining whether or not you want to give it a shot. But other than that, go for it. See if it helps you better manage your food intake, helps with hunger cravings. A lot of people say that you feel even some enhanced cognitive benefits from being in a state of ketosis. So again, just try it out. See if it works for you. If it does, then yeah, it's going to be an effective diet for you. It can certainly help you lose weight. On to the next one, intermittent, fa <coughs> intermittent fasting. Uh, a lot of people actually like to kind of combine a ketogenic diet and intermittent fasting diet. I think they just kind of work well together. So for people who aren't familiar with intermittent fasting, what you're doing is you're essentially restricting your kind of quote-unquote eating window. So you, you, you can set it up a lot of different ways. A lot of people follow like a 16-8 type of split. So 16 hours of the day you are fasting and then you have an eight hour eating window. So if you did from 10 a.m. to uh, 6 p.m., that would be an eight hour feeding window. So your first meal would be at 10 a.m. every day. 6 p.m., you would essentially stop eating and all of your daily calories and everything like that would need to fall within that window. So again, there's 
not a whole lot of magic behind it in terms of how it can help melt the pounds away other than the fact that you're just setting hard rules for when you can and can't eat. So again, by doing that, you're just eliminating the possibilities or the opportunities where you might tend to overeat. Again, late night snacking might be a problem for someone, so if you're able to follow this hard rule of, I just don't eat at night. Again, you're, you're cutting down the possibility of you overeating throughout the day of consuming excess calories. Same thing, if you're following a 16-8 type of split, means you're probably just skipping breakfast and then again eliminating that late night snacking so you're kind of removing a meal and a half from your daily calorie intake so by doing that you're just less likely to consume excess calories throughout the day uh, again most people are just less likely to overeat if they're only eating two meals a day it can certainly still happen uh, you could only eat one meal a day but if you go to a restaurant and put down a 2,000 calorie lunch that might be overeating for you in that case you're gonna gain weight so it certainly wouldn't help you lose weight and it could even backfire on you but again this is sometimes an effective diet for people because it's just gonna help them better manage their daily calorie intake because they've eliminated meals and snacks or meal times and snacks throughout the day where again by doing that you might just help better control their overall calorie intake and then again, combining this with a keto ketogenic diet, I think really helps in terms of the satiety component of both diets. From being in a fasted state and then also being in ketosis, you're probably less likely to feel hungry during those fasted times. So again, that can just help people um, better manage calories and not have to worry about the hunger cravings and things like that. So again, that's where I think intermittent fasting might be a good option for people. Uh, I certainly wouldn't recommend both of these diets to certain types of athletes, uh, but again, that's pretty much uh, for an episode all in of itself. And then lastly, again, that I'm cutting sugar out of my diet kind of diet. This is kind of something I mentioned with the, the ketogenic diet. Uh, if you're cutting out sugar or processed foods, again, there's nothing really magical about it for its ability to help you lose weight other than the fact that those are types of foods that a lot of people just overeat and are really energy dense or calorie dense types of foods so if you cut them out you're cutting out calories from your diet more likely to be in a caloric deficit more likely to lose weight on kind of a continual basis that's really it uh, so again each of those diets offers some advantage but the common theme with them is they might be opportunities and ways for people to better manage calorie intake, better or improve their chances of being in a caloric deficit, and then ultimately that would help them lose weight. You could certainly do this with just a standard Western diet, with a Mediterranean diet, or any kind of diet, any kind of macronutrient combination. Whatever you want, you can still lose weight uh, as long as you're considering total caloric intake and things like that. Now again, getting into how this influences body composition or how this might influence sport performance or how this might influence other aspects of health or be an optional diet for people who have diabetes, cancer, all kinds of other scenarios are out there and all of those different scenarios or conditions that I listed may make those diets better or worse options. All depends on context, all depends on what the goals are, all depends on the individual and their 
their preferences for foods, their lifestyle, logistics, you know, time availability, all kinds of different things to consider. So it's very, very complex when we get into all those different scenarios. So again, there's never going to be a, a one size fits all diet approach that can cover all those different bases. So this video really just focused on the specifics of weight loss and how each of those diets could be used. Um, again, nothing really magic about it, just helping people increase their likelihood that they could be in the caloric deficit. That's about it. So we can certainly cover those other scenarios in other videos. Uh, hopefully this helped. Hopefully this cleared the air a little bit. Um, again, maybe some of the quote-unquote magic behind those diets. Uh, and hopefully you, you enjoyed this video and found it helpful. If so, give it a share. Uh, send it to your friends. Help us out. Thanks.